Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here it is. Wednesday, August 25th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Continuing to count the days down, not only to the season, but also to development camp, which is coming up Saturday, if you can believe that. Unbelievable. Uh, Flyers development camp. We'll have another preview for you coming up. The defense and goaltenders with Bill Meltzer in a couple days. If you missed our forward preview of development camp, check out Monday's episode. Bill Meltzer joined, and we broke down a lot of the forwards that will be at development camp, including Tyson Forster and Morgan Frost and and other players that uh, we're really kind of looking toward the future with. Uh, maybe some of these guys sooner than you think. Morgan Frost, could he be the 3C this year? Maybe the door's open for him to take that position. So we'll have the defense and goaltenders for you coming up in a subsequent edition. And one of the things that Bill and I touched on in that Monday episode as well was the new contract of both Connor Bunneman and of Travis Sanheim. And Travis Sanheim met with the media yesterday. So I want to play this for you. And then I have some comments on the other side based on things he said in this availability. So here's Travis Sanheim talking to the media. He'll join us on Friday's episode, by the way. Uh, But here's what he had to say regarding his new two-year contract. Yeah. Hi, Travis. Uh, I just want to know how excited are you to uh, possibly be paired with Rasmus Ristolainen? And have you got, have you reached out to him and, uh, what, what do you know about him from uh, from seeing him all these years? Yeah, I think uh, all the additions that uh, we've made this offseason, I think it's exciting. Um, you know, I'm ready to, to get to know, you know all those guys, meet them. And um, you know, I haven't spoken with him uh, personally, but uh, you know, I've heard some great things and um, you know, spoken to, to Mike Yo about him and uh, Chuck about him as well. So um, you know, I'm excited to, to get to know him, um, potentially play with him and uh, you know, I know our forwards have, uh, you know, hated to play against them and, and go up against them every night. So, um, you know, if he can bring that, you know, to our side, I think uh, you know, it could be a great pair. Hey, Travis, I'm kind of a follow up on that. Um, as a defenseman, I guess, how important is it to have stability in terms of your pairs? It seems like, you know, this this offseason with the additions of Ryan Ellis with Rest Rista Line, and, you know, it seems like the, the pieces on defense maybe fit together a little bit better. You got three lefty shots, three righty shots. This past season, you had a lot of different partners. I guess, do you think that that increased stability this year could, could help your game? Yeah, I think so. I think that was uh, something that they looked at and uh, wanted to address. And, um, you know, it's difficult, you know, playing – uh, different partners, uh, different uh, positions, whether it's left or right. And um, I think to be able to kind of settle in and, and find somebody, find some chemistry, and uh, it's only going to make each other better and make our team better. Hey, Travis, congrats on the new deal. Uh, I, I know Philip Myers was traded a little while ago. It probably feels like a little while ago now. But um, I, I know you had played with him a lot and we're pretty close with him. Uh, have you gotten a chance to talk to him? And, and what was your reaction to the trade? Yeah, uh, obviously me and Phil were, were really good friends and uh, played together quite a bit, whether it was American League or, or even in uh, the NHL. So got to know him quite well. And, um, you know, I messaged him as soon as the, the trade went down. Um, obviously that I was going to miss him and best of luck in, in Nashville. And, um, you know, he reached out uh, Saturday as well, right after I signed. So, um, you know, we've got that good friendship and, um, you know, hopefully we can uh, meet up when, uh, you know, we play each other next. Hey, Travis. Um, first, congrats on the deal. And uh, going into the deal, I just wanted to get a couple of your remarks from it. Was, was there any point that you and the Flyers could have reached a longer-term deal, or was your focus more on just getting to free agency next, or was there any, like, 
hurdles did you guys couldn't overcome uh, in this arbitration period before you guys got the arbitration? Yeah, um, you know, obviously this go around, I think it was a little bit different just with the arbitration. I think it kind of set a deadline as to, you know, when we were negotiating. So, um, you know, we discussed all options and um, ultimately uh, with the situation that, uh, that we were in um, with the cap, I think it just made more sense to do something short term. Hey, Travis, um, congrats on the deal. Um, you spoke a little bit about some of the new additions on defense that have come in. Um, you guys have obviously strengthened up then, added some on offense as well. Just kind of your thoughts on the team as a whole and how exciting it is that some of these guys kind of said they wanted to come to Philadelphia and they were watching what Fletcher was doing and just overall excitement about what you guys can potentially do this season. Yeah, uh, actually a lot of changes. Um, I mean, a lot of new faces and, and, you know, I think everyone's excited. Um, you know, I think we, we see a lot of, uh, you know, good things and uh, in the moves that were made and um, gets us excited to get back to Philly. You know, I know speaking with the other guys and uh, the potential that, that we see and, um, you know, Chuck's done, done his job and uh, now it's up to us to, to come together as a group and, and show him, um, you know, the, the moves that he made um, and why he did them. Travis, this is kind of on that same point about the acquisitions. You guys were a more of a younger side defense uh, over the past couple of years, uh, other than Justin Braun being acquired, Matt Niskan being acquired. Uh, and now you guys are getting back into that more veteran um, style with a little bit more veterans and younger players. What is the importance that you guys can say is going into the season now that you guys have a big veteran president on top with Ryan Ellis and then you got a more experienced guy in Rasmus Island. Is it is it any big influence you guys that you guys have those veteran pieces with you or is it just you guys were building on something that you guys are now in that position to take it to the next level? Yeah, I think just taking it to the next level. I think you got guys that uh, have been there, done that. And, um, you know, Ellis has, has played a lot of big games and, um, you know, I think we're going to rely on those guys to, to come in and, and settle things down a little bit. And, um, you know, I think we need that. Um, you know, there's certain nights there where uh, maybe we ran into, uh, you know, being a younger group, sometimes you, you're not, um, you know, you need that, that voice or, or that calmness and, and somebody that's done it before. So, um, you know, I think we're going to you know, learn a lot from those guys. And um, you know, I'm excited to, to not only meet them, but learn from them as well. Yeah, Travis, kind of just to follow up on that, um, you know, obviously, you know, Ryan Ellis has a lot of experience, but but you're going into your your fifth season. Do you see yourself, you know, as you kind of move into your your mid-20s, you know, taking more of a leadership role in the defense as you get older? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, you start to establish yourself more. You start to feel like, uh, you know, you're grabbing a bigger piece of the pie. And um, for me, that's... Uh, you know, leadership is a part of that and being able to, um, you know, show that, uh, you know, with my experience and, and what I've uh, kind of been through along the way that, uh, you know, I can step up and, and start to provide that role. All right, so Travis Sanheim gets the new contract, walks him up to UFA status, unrestricted free agency in a couple of years, uh, but the Flyers get the deal done. They get all of their off-season business done. This is kind of why we're in this sort of pseudo-holding pattern right now of, just kind of waiting for things to get started. All the business of hockey of the offseason is all in the rearview mirror. But a couple of things stuck out in what Travis said. And again, he'll join us on Friday's episode. Uh, we'll be talking with him. So can't wait to talk to him uh, about the new deal and, and 
and getting that part of the equation in the rearview mirror and now concentrating on hockey. Uh, but there was a couple things that were brought up in that interview. And one of the questions that was asked of him was about stability in partners and how it's difficult when you are constantly playing with a different partner. On offense, I don't think this matters as much as it does on defense. This is something that I've talked about quite a bit, though, and how important it is for a defenseman to play with the same partner as much as possible. Because what that does is it gains you that chemistry, and it allows you to have that ability to know where your partner is when you are faced with a forecheck on the strong side, where to be on the weak side if your partner is facing pressure, and vice versa. And it just works hand in hand. And that element of constantly changing partners, constantly, in some cases, changing sides, playing the right side versus the left side or left side with this guy, right side with this guy, if he's moving up Travis Sanheim or Phil Myers, for that matter, when he was here uh, to play alongside Ivan Provorov, those things all change the dynamic significantly. And to have that consistency, and we saw that a couple of years ago when Matt Niskanen was here, that consistency in D pairs where you had Matt Niskanen and Ivan Provorov playing together, they played well together. And then you had that consistency eventually that season with Phil Myers and Travis Sanheim and so on down the lineup when it comes to defense. I don't think it matters as much offensively because there's more flow to that. There is structure, uh, but D zone structure and D zone exits were something that really troubled the Flyers last year. And it was almost like you could see them thinking on the ice. So to get that consistency with a guy like Rasmus Ristolainen, who presumably will be paired up with Travis Sanheim, uh, should be real interesting. And and that pairing should be an interesting one to watch because with a guy like Ristolainen, it may allow Sanheim to do things that he hasn't been able to do in his career thus far uh, by having that partner and having that consistency with a partner like he may have with Rasmus Ristolainen. So that's a big part of it. And then the other thing he talked about, too, uh, he was asked about having a veteran presence back there, a guy like Ryan Ellis, a guy like Keith Yandel that's been in the league a long time, and you know what that can do for a young decor. I, I look at the decor as like a quarterback room in football, and if you have a veteran backup in there or a veteran player that can a lot of times help out the younger players just by what he says, the way he goes about his business, the way he handles the day-to-day activities of being a pro, that can go a long way. When the Flyers lost Matt Niskanen, that was an element where uh, you, you could see a noticeable difference as well. Now, that's not on the ice, but it affects on the ice. And the addition of Ryan Ellis and the addition of Keith Yandel could be very, very important for the Philadelphia Flyers. So we'll see how that that element plays out as well. And, and I love that he had to say about Chuck Fletcher. You know, Chuck Fletcher went out and made these moves. We have to go out now and, and do our job and, and get the job done. He went out and made these changes. He went out and made changes to upgrade this team. Now it's incumbent upon the players to go out and take care of business. And, uh, you know, that's the attitude that I love. You know, it is a we go to games not to watch a general manager manage, not to watch a coach coach. We go to games to watch players play. And it is incumbent upon the players now to forge a new identity, forge an identity as a team that's difficult to play against, that is a, holds the opposition accountable uh, through physicality, through constantly straining an opponent, all of those things. I love that he said it's now our job to go out and be pros and, and get the job done. That's why I'm counting down the days to the season because I can't wait to see with this 
huge amount of dynamic change on and off the ice, how it affects the product on the ice. That's, again, I've said this a thousand times. These moves all look great on paper. There's a lot of character that was added. There's a lot of skill that was added. Needs that uh, clearly needed to be filled have been filled. How it all plays out on the ice, that remains to be seen. It'll be incumbent upon this group to come together and get that done. And also very incumbent upon this group to come together and support one of their teammates. I did not want to uh, go through this episode and end this episode without match, uh, mentioning uh, the tragic loss of Kevin Hayes' brother, Jimmy Hayes. And we know that Kevin is a guy that likes to have fun, that has a huge personality, is a big presence on and off the ice for the Flyers, uh, both as a player and as a personality. And from what I understand, I didn't know Jimmy Hayes, uh, but from what I understand, a lot of those traits in Kevin came from his big brother. And if anybody listening has a big brother, you know what that relationship means. It is so important, uh, whether it's you're an athlete and you looked up to your brother athletically or you weren't. It doesn't matter. You look up to your big brother. You want to emulate your big brother, and you just have this, this passion for your big brother. And for him to lose his brother uh, at just 31 years of age, this team's got to rally around Kevin Hayes. This team has got to rally around their brother, Kevin Hayes, and do everything they can to help him. It is not going to be easy. Grieving is very difficult. Uh, But Kevin Hayes uh, should have a locker room full of guys and a ton of support to help him out through this very, very difficult time. And having Keith Yandel, one of his best friends on the planet there, uh, is sure to help as well. So uh, rest in peace to Jimmy Hayes. Uh, I'm thinking about their family, his young children, his wife, the entire Hayes family the NHL family and players that he played with and and everybody else. Uh, Tragic news that comes out when Jimmy Hayes passes away. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on the next episode on Friday with Travis Sanheim on Flyers Daily. I heard there was a secret chord That David played and it pleased the Lord But you don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth The minor fall and the major lift The baffled king composed